Welcome to The Void with Nick Woolley and Matt Stillman. What a summer that was. Wow. Oh. How do we make it out alive? Oh, well, I don't I don't know. What's up, guys? The Void Podcast is hey, back. Y'all. And it's probably gonna be a multi-parter podcast. Well, what I'm thinking is we won't if this is longer than an hour and we end up going two hours or three or three, I'm not going to just upload this Friday, then upload the next one Friday, and then upload the next one the Friday after that. I feel like it would be it would be like a special occasion type deal where we'll release part one um, Friday, we'll release part two on another day in the week, and then part three on another day in the week. And then just, just like podcast, and then and then we'll get back on a regular yeah. schedule. You guys may have heard the intro. We've decided to go back to the old clean intro, but it's still the same dirty ass podcast. It was <laughs> okay. Bless you, Matt. Oh Jesus God. Christ, that wasn't my nose. Stop it. <laughs> what? <laughs> So it's still it's still the Void Podcast, and we have a new podcast coming too. So Ooh. stay stay tuned, stay ready for that because we got to clean no one, one clean no ones out of here. Yeah, that one's dead. One's you can retire it. Yeah, that's a good. You can unsubscribe for that one. That's a good one to put oh, on the on the resume. It's a good yeah, one to put yeah. on when you're applying for jobs. Good, nice, clean podcast yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but, but but this is who we are now. Yeah. We are men. Yeah, dirty men. I went into uh, our coach's office today because we had individual player As meetings. Did I. Matt, I did that before you actually. You did. I'm yeah. actually going to get into that because okay. we talked a little bit about your meeting because oh. our coach believes that Matt doesn't really understand the questions that he's asking him. And this is what happened. So I go in there for my individual meeting with our coach and Matt gave me the heads up and he said that it's the same questions that were asked last year you know stuff what do you want to improve on what what is your goals goals? academically athletically as a team stuff like that so I went in there and he go the first question he says what are your goals academically I also found out I don't have study tables this semester since I had a four point he was like I somehow got a 4.0 last semester and Dowdy goes yeah looks like you don't have study tables I don't know how He's like, I, I guess you had a 4.0 last year. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how it happened either. Wow. So no study, no study tables. So Lucky. academically, like questions, we didn't really have any. It was yeah. just straight athletic. And he goes, what is your goal this year athletically? And I say, I, I've been lifting weights in the offseason. I want, I want to hit the ball harder. I want to be stronger in the arms. And I also want to add one to two inches to my vertical. Like, I just, I feel like if we're already lifting, we're already getting these weights in, why not jump back to, he's like, that's a great answer. It's better than your buddy Matt's answer. I said, what was Matt's answer? He goes, I asked Matt athletically what his goals were this semester. And he said he wanted to win a flag football championship. (laughs) (laughs) I said that. (laughs) I did say that. And I was like, no, he did not. And my coach was like, no, Matt came in here and I asked him and he said his goal athletically was to win a flag football championship. Yeah, that's, that asked exactly what I said because <laughs> <laughs> there's no volleyball really. So I was like, what else sports-wise do I look forward to? And I'm like, flag football. Because I love flag football. I cannot wait for intramural flag football. I get I love those games. Those games are so much fun. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was the answer that Matt gave. It was really funny. I was laughing pretty hard at at that. He was like, "Yeah, I don't think Matt fully understood the question." And well, I was I think like, I "Well, said, that's a great answer anyway." I think I said that I was like, "I want to go to the gym a little bit." Like, he did. That's I not said the I wanted. Part, to, that's I not the part that play, stuck with him. That's yeah, not no, the part he took yeah. away. And I, don't I also even think said he, I wanted to play basketball like every night. I don't even think he remembered anything. Yeah. Once you said that, I think he was like, "Oh my." He wrote that down too. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I asked him, I literally, I was like, okay, well, can I, can I also put that down as a goal? He goes, no, no, you can't put that down. As cause a goal. he was, cause he was, he would ask you a question. He'd be like, what your goal is. And you'd say like, for academically, I said, I want to get like straight A's mm-hmm. and he's like, he wrote that down. So when I said the intramural flag football thing, he still wrote that down. Like he, <laughs> he loved it. He ate it. He loves that. He eats that up. Yeah, he he does. I mean, our coach is awesome, Coach Dowdy, yeah. the goat. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, that's that's the winner's mentality. You just want to win at everything. You guys no, need to do that. You guys no, need to do that. No, I, I, like, I want to win a flag football championship, though. Yeah. I don't know if that's really. I'm putting that on my resume if we win. Like, that's a Steve Woolley. Like, that's a if Steve Woolley's your coach, that's an answer you want to give. But this is this is a college volleyball coach who's at like everyone else has come in there and probably you know Clump was the guy before me. Yeah, he was probably like and he was probably like I want to improve my yeah, blocking. Freshman, uh, I come probably in there, like oh, I, I want to like, kiss up a little bit. <laughs> I want to improve. I said I want to improve my strength and my vertical. Matt, that's what happens when you're a starter in in volleyball. <laughs> that, that right there when you have no fear for starter, losing your yeah. permission your position whatsoever. That's that is a MCVL all tournament team player yeah. right there. I want to win a flag football <laughs> championship. Tired of the volleyball stuff. Yeah. So Matt and I. So Matt, for those of you who don't know, we're gonna get into it. I mean, it's gonna be. We have a lot. A we have a lot, lot to, to go over because Matt and I were talking throughout. It was clear. We were after, both gone for two months. It was at different jobs. It was clear after a week that I was like, we are not doing the podcast this summer. Like, yeah, it's just we not have. not possible. There's no way we could. Try. I couldn't have done it. There's no time I would have been able to the entire like yeah, so I had no free time. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I was in Virginia, emceeing and working social media for a summer league baseball team. It was actually a really good time. I, I honestly, the people that I worked with and the players on the actual team made made the internship worth it. Like it made yeah. it made it an enjoyable experience, which is probably. You, yeah, you had I mean, this, yeah, similar the same deal. Um, so the the people were cool, and it was it was a good job. It was very stressful, long days. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had to get there at eleven a.m. every day, and I'd be there until like twelve in the morning. Mm-hmm. So about thirteen hours, uh, three to four games a week. It was it was a grind for sure. Here's the thing, I the most stressful part for me was so I would help write the scripts. Like, oh, top of the first inning, we're going to do this. Middle of the first inning, we're doing this. I had to plan it out from from an hour and a half. Whenever the gates open to whenever people leave, I had to plan out what entertainment-wise we would be doing. Yeah. And going into it, the the my boss and everybody was talking about how we want to we want to have entertainment like the Savannah, not like the Savannah bananas, but we want to structure our entertainment the same way mm-hmm. they do. Cause the because they're successful. They have their own show on ESPN. Now. Yeah. Um, they have like a five part series coming out. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Who gives a shit about the Savannah bananas? Not Apparently me. People do. Well, I don't, I mean, I'm well, going to yeah, be honest. I mean, it's, it's, 
I mean, I do work for a team that's in the other side of the division, so we don't even really play Savannah. Yeah. But it's it's it was good at first. Now it's starting to get a little excessive, I believe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, so they they do entertainment every single minute. There's something scheduled, planned, and that's what we did. And it was it was something. Yeah. It, it, was, it was it was stressful at times. But I would go out there. I'd have a mic in my hand, and the problem is I would be talking in the mic, and I'd have an earpiece in my ear. And because it's things would be scheduled like, oh, we do this for three minutes, then we go to the next thing. If it if we were going over, we, we couldn't do that. Like the guy in the ear would just be like, you have to move on to the next thing. Even if we're only halfway through the game that we're playing, it's the next thing, which sucked. Mm-hmm. So if I do go back next year, at least we'll know not to do that, not to just run ourselves into the ground. But it was a good time. The away games were great. Mm-hmm. I lived, I lived lived for away games because because the bus rides bus rides we played mafia all i had to do uh was was do social media so i was live tweeting which is fun if you're talking trash yeah uh, as a professional sports organization so that part was great i like traveling i went to south carolina went to north carolina Uh went to yeah i just went all around the place all all around the that eastern describe the mafia games you played because you talked about this to me like briefly and you made it seem like and this, this is, is the best thing in the world we need to do this on all every single one of our bus rides like, yes and i didn't realize how popular this is but yeah. like every in the baseball world this is the 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 default oh is it really like every single baseball team in america plays mafia on the bus the same way that we do and i had no idea i got there and it was just this i was like oh maybe it's a chili pepper thing these yeah. guys like play mafia. Okay. They're like, no, we've never even met it. This is just like what baseball players do. So it was. So here's here's the how you play mafia with 25 plus guys mm-hmm. at times in the 30s. Um, so everyone sits in the bus. There's there the rows go down each side, mm-hmm. two seats in each row. Yep. Uh usually in most sports teams, the way it is is every guy gets their own row, mm-hmm. not row, but the two seats. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when it comes to mafia, everyone sits together. Yeah. So back of the bus is where this takes place. Everyone, there's a light above you yeah. and every bus, every coach, charter bus, whatever you yeah. turn that on. Okay. And there's a guy that leads. And so there is, there's one Godfather that's mm-hmm. selected before the games, before the game starts, there's lovers. Yep. So, you know, that's, that's if one person dies. And you're their lover yeah. you also die are these handed out on like little piece of paper like randomly so everyone like- so everyone puts their head down to start off and then whoever's running the game yeah, walks like down the aisle and will just touch your head as yeah. they're they're like picking the picking the godfather picking the god gets the back hit the bathroom door that's reset then you come back down all right choosing the lovers choosing the lovers so you have your godfather you have lovers you have two kamikazes do you have you played kamikaze before no Okay, so the way that works is, let's say that I'm a kamikaze, and you, I'm, you. you can be dirty or you can be clean. So if I'm clean and I know that you are dirty, you're part of the mafia, I can say kamikaze Matt, which means Matt immediately dies, but I also die okay. if I use it. But if you're dirty and someone's trying to, and you know someone's clean, and they're like, already, you're already outed as dirty, you're like, I'm going out anyway take someone out that's clean too to help you out. Okay. So there's two kamikazes as well. There's also a a I can't say it. It's a it's yeah, it's a Well, the way the way the way that it, it, you can change the name. Sometimes it's 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 we well, we can say prostitute. Okay. That sure. that's what we'll call it. 
Uh, and if you, if you, the, what they do is they pick one person every round and it, whoever they pick can't speak for the round. Okay. Oh my God. Jeez. What? <laughs> the other name with that. But yeah, yeah. So they can't. Yeah. And then there's three cops. Okay. Uh, the cops can be clean or dirty. Doesn't matter. There's a medic, which is, I mean, we, that we, yeah, when yeah. we play, we play with medic, yeah. right? There's a medic. Um, and then there's also a, there's one more. So if you're clean or dirty, that means you're either like a, like a werewolf. Almost. You're in like the mafia or out of the mafia. Oh, okay. So you, so can, it, be, you can be any role and sniper. be dirty. There's a sniper. Okay. Okay. So those are all the players. So the guy, you'll start off. Let's say Matt is the godfather. Mm-hmm. Matt gets his head touched. Boom. You, you get four nights of recruiting total that you're allowed to use in a game of 25 people. Okay. So very first thing, whoever's running the game, godfather head up, you would put your head up mm-hmm. and it would say, do you want to shoot or recruit? And so uh, 99% of the time you recruit. Yeah. On the first turn. That makes unless sense. you are just insane Ballsy. at mafia. Okay. Okay. So you recruit and the first person you recruit becomes the sniper. Okay. And have you, do you play with Sniper in Mafia? Uh, tell me. Just so, tell me. So then the way it works is every other round, the Sniper's active. And what that means is that if if you're the Sniper and, and we're on the bus mm-hmm. and you look at me and you wink, done, round over, I'm dead, turn off my light, reset next night, like immediately. So like then it turns into a game of, okay, well, this guy died in the back of the bus, which means that it has to be someone in the front looking back. Yeah. There's a lot of strategy with the sniper too. So okay. the godfather, the first person. They so that recruit, can happen during the day. Yeah. That, can, that, so, ha- that happens so, during the discussion, like during everything, oh, okay. even if it's like, so if, it could be literally in the middle of a conversation. I look at that kid that's walking and I, I wink at it him. Can he, be, could, he would turn. It light. can be two guys are on the block. You're currently voting for who's out and boom, someone else dies. Lights off round. Wow. reset. So you can save. That's electric. Your, um, if the cops check the Godfather in a game of 25, the first time they get a thumbs up or they get okay. a thumbs down, which means like, even if the Godfather is dirty, they don't get to know it. You have to do it twice in order to get the gotcha. thumbs up on the Godfather. So the cops can check. Usually they check each people. other yeah. first to start off. And it's just a fun game because then when you get down to like the final five, it it's gets so hype. And, and the worst is when you turn your light off and you're like, damn, and then the guys who you trusted the entire time are the ones running, running the mafia. So it was a fun game. That's how you play with 25 people. It's uh, it's a lot to to keep track of, but it is, it made the bus rides. We would have like five hour bus rides that felt like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. just from doing that. And we're going to do where I'm, I'm implementing that into our volleyball schedule for this upcoming season. That is like mandatory that everyone has to play. I'm so in. So yeah, it was a good time that, that made it like worth it. I had, I, I learned a lot for sure on how to run a sports team. And it was a, it was an overall good experience. Now, Matt, I'm going to throw this over to you. You're going to talk a little bit about your summer and then we're going to get into stories about, so just give like the general yeah, yeah, synopsis yeah. of your summer. Then we'll get into individual stories, like funny stuff. So I'm going to, I had an interesting summer at camp caribou in Winslow, Maine. Uh huh. Yep. Just name drop. There we go. It is an all boys camp. Mm-hmm. Just the way Matt likes it. <laughs> It was We're an back. all boys camp from the ages eight to fifteen, so there were camp, there were age uh, campers all through that age. Mm-hmm. And what this was was a sports, uh, it was a sports camp. So the kids would go there and they would, you know, they would do the bunk life, but they would also they would go there to play sports. I was a, I was the volleyball director 
So I was in charge of all the volleyball activities, whether it was running tournaments, mm-hmm. uh, what our electives were going to be. Like I was in charge of everything volleyball. But I was also a camp counselor at the end of the day. So that uh, means I had to deal with the bunk life. I had to mm, deal with my bunk. I was assigned mm, a bunk with another counselor. And we together had 11 kids in our bunk the first session, uh, nine kids second session. So essentially what this camp is, is it's where, so, okay, I don't want to say like, I, you can't paint the camp in a bad picture because for the kids, it's a wonderful place. And it is a wonderful place. The people there, the... Like if you were a kid, you would have you a field a camp, day at this oh my, place. If, yeah, exactly. It's it's awesome to be a kid at this camp. Mm-hmm. To be a worker at this camp is a completely other story. <laughs> I mean, it is so... It is such a grueling job. It's not a bad job at all, but it is a grueling, grueling job because you're a parent for an entire summer. You have mm-hmm. to parent kids in a bunk for the entire summer. But this was my schedule. This was my everyday schedule. I'd wake up. Some days I'd have to wake up at 6.30, but some most days wake up at 7.30. 7.30 is when the first bell rings. That first bell is when I would wake up and I would turn the lights on and I would go, all right, kids, let's get moving. Let's get, uh, let's get brush teeth, dress, difficult, difficult whatever to get you kids out of bed at 7.30 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you, you would think, you would think it, you'd think it'd be easy. No, it's not. But actually, some kids would wake up at 6.30 for open activities where they could just go around the peninsula and they would could just do whatever activities they want. So some kids leave at 6.30 right. and they just go out and about. Is there like people out there supervising them? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. There were, there, were, there were people that were assigned to supervise stuff. But Got you. 7.30, wake up, get all your kids. Second bell's at 7.45. That's when you go down to the flagpole. We would raise flagpole. So it would be Ashani or Zach Ashani or... Uh, manager mm-hmm. thing of like all the activities 17 year old kid just running the show okay. so sick he's such a cool dude but he would raise flagpole he'd be like uh hats off stop with bunk line and salute <laughs> and then we would all salute you had to salute oh yeah this is like forrest gump time this is like yeah. a okay you'd, you'd salute, salute and then flag up i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america wait whoa whoa time out time out you're gonna have to call a time out here what's up you you said the Pledge of Allegiance in a salute instead of hand over the heart. Is that how you guys? Oh, so. yeah. Well, you could you could do this. You could do, okay, you could okay, do this. Okay. You could salute. You I, could I just you I just picture lines and just groups of children just essentially doing the pledge. Well, that's what it was. So it would say that's breakfast, and okay. then they would be like, "All right, lodge it. Go up to the lodge for breakfast." Um, once you're in, you go to your assigned table with your bunk. So I was bunk zero zero. Zip zip is what we were called. That's so, that sounds cool as fuck. It was it was honestly I mean, the coolest bunk name. Bunk zero zero. So bunk zip zip. Uh, we had our table and we would, the bell would ring inside the lodge and they'd be like, "All right, let's do the morning time prayer." These were Quaker prayers. Okay. They weren't they weren't religious, non-religious prayers, but we would have to recite them. Everyone would have to recite them together. So so yeah. Zach Ashani again would go. Nick Woolley, can you lead us in this morning's prayer? And then you would say the first word. You'd say, Father. And then you'd go. And then everyone at the same time would go. We'd go. We'd thank thee for... I know all three of the prayers. Can you get... Can you do one right yeah, now? Yeah, you want me to do yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear what... I want to hear what this is. Nick Woolley, can you lead us in this morning's prayer? Father. Father. We thank thee for the night and for the pleasant morning light. For rest and food and loving care and all that makes the world so fair. Be thou our guide throughout this day and all we do and think and say, amen. We would do that every you single breakfast. You said this breakfast. isn't religious? 
not religious, non-religious <laughs> Quaker your prayer. Your father, what? Okay, what? Well, what constitutes a Quaker prayer? What does that mean? So okay, okay. Eat All breakfast. Right. After breakfast, you'd go back to the bunks with your bunk. You would okay. go with your kids back to the bunk for um, cabin cleanup, which was you make your beds, you sweep the floors, you take the trash out, you clean the bathroom. You do all that in like a 45 minutes. You do all that in the morning. In the morning, right after breakfast. Okay. Getting kids to clean. In the morning? In, in the morning. Mm. Before they're going to sports is impossible. They don't want to clean. But their motivation was they could sign up. If they clean the best, whichever bunks clean the best, get to sign up for electives later in the day first. Oh, yeah. And also get to eat first at lunch and dinner. Gotcha. So the better you clean, the sooner you eat. Mm, Pretty nice. Good system. Good so system. After cl- cabin cleanup was instructional periods, it was three one-hour periods where you would go to different sports. Oh, yeah. So a kid's schedule, a bunk schedule could look like soccer, um, water ski, archery. That could be the schedule rough, for the day. Rough schedule. Rough if I, schedule. If I had that, yeah. But some but would probably had great schedules. Some would could be like riflery basketball soccer. Riflery. Rifle. You were giving kids rifles at this camp. Yes. You yes. were shooting guns at this camp. Yes, there were guns being shot at this camp by little children. By little. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, were there any like, hey, point that down? <laughs> yeah, there hey. were. There, there were a lot of like. I mean, kids. Messing around at the riflery is big no-no. If they ever got caught messing around, they'd be banned from riflery. And that happened to a couple kids. So you said at 6.30 they could go do whatever, any sport they wanted? Not riflery. Riflery is off the table Riflery and archery and waterfront were all off the table at that time. Okay. So instructional periods, those were the worst. Because at volleyball, you would get, and it was the worst for every sport, because you were getting entire bunks. Mm -hmm. You're getting kids that don't want to do that might not want to do your sport. You might get some kids that want to play volleyball. Yeah. But especially if you're getting nine year olds, you're getting nine year olds that don't want to play volleyball. They want to play Newcomb. So for there, an hour straight. Was there someone who was like in charge of just archery? They were literally just there yeah. to teach archery. Yeah, I was there wow. just to teach volleyball. There was an archery person. I would put a, a bullet person. in the back of my head so fast. There's basketball, soccer, everything. A okay. ropes course. We had a rope. And these are all professionals, like in their respect. Like yeah. you are a D three volleyball player, so you can you have the right to teach volleyball is our, it like that? our riflery person was one of the best shooters in the country like they are amazing our archery one is literally top five in the world at archery like he okay. is insane like they have they have some different skill levels for different and i have a story about the skill levels that they recruit for okay. this camp but instructionals after instructionals go back to the bunk quick regroup with the bunk make sure everyone's good then you go to the lunchtime tree the lunchtime tree, all the kids sit down and all the, the sport directors line up along the road by the lunchtime tree. Okay. Just a big tree. The When the directors would line up, Zach Shawnee would say, all right, let's announce electives. First, basketball. So electives are after lunch. There are three periods, each one hour, and it's your sport coming up with something fun to do to try and get as many kids to sign up for it. Okay. So basketball would go. They'd be like, if you want to try and dunk on the pro, like come first period. Beat the pro, like something. So like you're that. just giving a pitch. So you're you're, like you're pitching, kid. Yeah. You're pitching your sport. So there was one time we did a serving clinic. What I did to like show that is I go, Boston, get on the ground. He was he was one of the basketball guys. Get on the ground. I arrested him in front of everyone, and I'm like, you see, Boston just got served. And if you want to oh, serve, Jesus. come to first period. Right. Like awful. So you like, just arrested some kid. Wait, you arrested some guy who was innocent to to make kids play volleyball. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Creative, I guess. Yeah. And I had some other kids get on, like I had one kid get on another kid's shoulders and they pretended to be me before volleyball. And then I pushed them to the ground and I'm like, this is me after volleyball. Come to volleyball for second period for um, a pro day, something. I don't know. And that hat you're wearing, that's, uh, I, is that a Camp Caribou hat? Yeah, right there's a Camp Caribou you, hat. So you, you were part of the 100th year? Yeah, this was, it was literally the 100th year of camp. That's year, sick. Isn't it? I didn't know kids were doing camp back in 1922. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's say, say 19 or 18, 22. 19. So I can't see from back here. I mean, it would make sense. It's 100 years ago. I went in for my physical. Oh, boy. Vision, not great. I bet. Yeah, it was. That sucks. All right, that's racist. No, I didn't, that's, mean, that's it like that. that's I didn't now, mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. That hurts. Whatever. You know, I don't wake up in the morning and Whatever. just go, wow. Bobby Lee talked about it. I don't just wake up and feel Asian. I feel like everyone else does. It's not. I was just. God, whatever. Bet, anyway, after after see. after wow. lunch, time tree. Obviously, you go to lunch. During lunch, kids are taking electives. They're signing up for what sports they want to do. I had some kids that would sign up for three periods of volleyball, like all the time, because mm-hmm. they loved hanging out with the volleyball staff or something like that. Oh, so you could sign up for volleyball back to back to back. You could do yeah. three hours of volleyball. Yeah. So you, you get do. to pick whatever you want for those three hours. Absolutely, you that makes do. it worth it. I Absolutely. feel like. Uh, electives were amazing because you're getting the kids you the that kids want that want to be, be there. there they want to get better at volleyball they okay. want to play whatever sport they will cooperate I like instructionals that. just stink because they don't cooperate they don't want to learn the sport stuff like that so electives after electives uh after lunch actually after lunch there's a rest period for 45 minutes where you're um it's where you go back to the bunk and they try and get you to stay and get all the kids inside yeah you don't want to you don't want to get a cramp down. you don't want to exercise after you eat and it's, it's also like one. the only rest during the day because you're go 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 with sports all day yeah. so they want you to rest lay down kids don't fucking do that like they, they are not like <laughs> those kids are running about in the bunk they're shitting on the walls in, they're putting each other in chokeholds they're mm-hmm. i don't know they're but i mean when the i off most awful things like when i was a kid do you remember you remember like when you were a kid and you'd go into a bouncy house like the first thing you think of is who can i beat the shit out of in this yeah, bouncy exactly. house and you would find people to that's like, challenge camp. to fight that's so i that's just how kids are i yeah. guess but i could not imagine like 11 kids in one yeah yeah so so then after electives go back to the concrete group then go back to flagpole salute lower the flag dinner time You'd go to dinner, do the prayers again, you know, dinner time, go back to the bunk. After dinner time, you go back to the bunk, get ready for the evening activity. The evening activities were like flag football, um, oh. Thursday night football. Um, there was a capture the flag movie night where everyone would meet in the gym and we'd watch a movie together like Holes or a Disney movie. We watched, which Disney movie did we watch? Doesn't, uh, uh, Zootopia. We watched just like different movies. Um, what's another activity that we did club night was really fun we did a couple club nights where it was like i hosted board game club oh, of course awesome of course there was like futsal which is mm-hmm. indoor soccer they, they were like cool clubs and stuff pokemon card club was something gotcha. but yeah that was and then after the evening activity you'd usually get back to the bunk around 8 8 p.m that's when you had to get the kids to shower get ready for bed brush their teeth mm-hmm. um yeah, getting the kids to shower. Lights out, 9 p.m. Now, were you in the shower with the kids? No, obviously they were? not. Okay. We had we had a bathroom. <laughs> we had a bathroom to ourselves. It was two sinks, oh, two you, toilets. Wait, wait, you, as a camp counselor, got your own personal bathroom? No, 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 no. Oh. Our bunk. Our bunk had... Okay. We had a bathroom where it was... You walk in, sinks right there, and then a door, or uh, four doors, two of the doors to one toilet, 
and then two of the other doors to one shower. You could like lock the doors. So it, like you got privacy in the bathrooms on the junior bunk line, which I was on because I had 11 year olds. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had my own bathroom, but on the senior bunk line, which is the 12, the 13 year olds, the 14, the 15 year olds, they don't have their own bathroom. They had to use the three and a half, which is a big uh, public one where there's like 20 showers lined up. And gotcha. Like, so like, that's what the senior bunk lines got to work with. And there are a couple of stories about the three and a half, but if you want to give your first story, that's Camp Caribou in a nutshell. Wow. That was for seven and a half weeks was that schedule. So wake up at 7.30, go to bed at whenever the kids would fall asleep. We actually timed this perfectly because I planned on the first 30 minutes just being like a recap yeah. in the summer. And then like, I'm, I'm going to play the intro a second time and then we'll go into like, okay, because then I got, well, right now I'm going to bring this back because Ooh. I have some Patreons that stuck with us Aww. through the fire and the flames, I think. I'm not Aww. sure. Uh, well, we but, know. but. I do have, we do have something to talk about in the next, about becoming a Patreon, some new benefits that I decided to add that okay. will go great with our next, our other podcast that we're creating. Perfect. Uh, but the Patreons that we got to give a shout out to right now, first are stars, Fatal Destiny, Aaron, Connor Duick, and then we have Matt, two match shooting stars, Pucker Up, Jasper John, and Carson Wires. I have my own little dwarf planet, Noah Davies, what's up, baby cakes, and a black hole not matt stillman we appreciate all the patreons and we're gonna be back we're gonna play the intro again and we're gonna get back and start telling some stories and having a good time welcome to the void with nick woolley and matt stillman yes a lot of you guys might not know why uh, we're going back to this intro because our boy Andy Brown, oh, the legend, oh, man. I know he's probably oh. listening to this episode too. And okay, oh. so so Matt and I had the uh, pro- well, I had a professor for two years. Matt had for what one and a half? One year, one year, actually. So I had I had Andy. Andy, he's the one that you hear in that in that intro who gives us the or who recorded that yeah. intro for us. Yeah, uh, he is awesome. He recently just got hired. He's now a principal. He wow. so he went from college professor to a principal back at area closer to his home. So I couldn't be happier for him. Yeah, I mean, ever that's how everyone. It was weird because our first day of class was yesterday, and we all had a class. Like everyone would, like all of his favorite students had a class. Together. Everyone would always every semester you would pick an Andy Brown class just yeah. because you absolutely loved it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so we had a whole class of people who originally signed up for an Andy Brown class. Then he obviously got hired better position. And then they got a replacement named, um, uh, Mr. Schnur, who Schnur. is awesome. He is he a is, cool motherfucker. I, <laughs> I really like him. Um, he's not, and this is, this is the, it's the, he's not like, obviously no one can replace Andy, Yeah, but he is, he's so different. Like he's, yeah. he's going to be very helpful, but in a very different way. Yeah. He's not going to be it's helpful gonna, in the same way. It's going to help us like learn, uh, like we learned so much broadcasting wise with Andy, which yeah. really helped us obviously. But this guy has other, like he kind of fills in those holes a little bit mm-hmm. that we made other stuff that we're yeah. not as well versed in yet. So we were like, all right, well, if Andy's gone, we're going to, we're going to bring it back and yeah. have the proper intro. This is, that's the new intro for this, this podcast. Yeah. Um, so we have we have a new podcast coming. You guys know it's a sports sports betting podcast. Yeah. And 
and we're, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be a good time. But what we're doing is we, with the Patreons, we're obviously going to give our picks every week. Um, you know, we're not doing pick of the week anymore on this podcast. All sports related uh, stuff is now going to be this other podcast. So yeah. we can talk about more life stuff on this one. Um, but the other one's going to be a sports betting podcast. And we're going to give our picks. We're going to give, you know, we're, we're going to keep records. We're going to explain why it's a good pick, who's going to win certain games, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And we'll give our mortal lock on the podcast. But then if you're a Patreon, if you're at one of Matt's shooting stars or above, you automatically every week. And if you already are a Patreon, you're going to get this regardless. But if you can become a Patreon and uh, you're one of Matt's shooting stars or above, you will get an extra mortal lock mm-hmm. pick every week as well. So... That's something that we thought would be cool. So we're doing, we're still doing this podcast once a week. And this podcast doing, isn't leaving. And the, then we're doing that one, the sports betting one. Is that mm-hmm. going to be also once a week? Yeah, that's that's okay. what I would that's what I would plan on. Okay, what this release is on Fridays, right? Yes. Okay. And I would want the sports betting one to be released probably on Thursdays because that's, I mean, right now it's Thursday, like football season. Yeah. So I feel like if we release it right before Thursday night kickoff on uh, every week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Thursday would be the sports betting. Co- like podcast. Thursday early in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. early in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real early. Or Wednesday. We could do it every or Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, that too. Which would which would be nice. Like record on Tuesday, uh, release on Wednesday, or record release on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, if we really wanted to, we could record both podcasts in one day. Yeah, every time. Back. Just go back to back. I, yeah. I. First semester, we don't have much to do. Yeah. We have the ability to do that, so we'll we'll figure that out. But yeah. that's coming. I think next month is when we're gonna have our first. Mm-hmm. I know Ben's Ben's excited. Yeah, Ben's excited about yeah. it. Uh, that'll that'll be a good time. That'd be cool. He'll, he'll be good for college football too, because mm-hmm. I don't know enough don't about, know about college, college football. football. I'm just I'm I'm best when it comes to football. NFL. Now, stories. <laughs> There's a lot of stories. I I have an entire, like, I wrote in my notes over the summer just so I wouldn't forget anything. And I have so much. I'll go ahead and start. There was one game that we had, and it was completely sold out. Um, it It was our military night. Oh, I know. I'm getting my stories mixed up. That's a separate story. But I'll go ahead and tell that one. The reason why the most stressed I was at any point in the season was one of our last games. It was military appreciation mm-hmm. night. And they were there were tanks parked outside in the parking lot. So sick. Tanks, uh, just anything military you could imagine. And the jerseys that we wore for military appreciation night. Let me see if I can pull these up because these were nice as well. Were they camo? Uh uh um yes yes we had camo but then we had uh you guys had some sick jerseys we had so many alternate jerseys the alternate blue ones i think the, they were the chili the, the chili, chili peppers, peppers. Those, so cold those were cold. So cold exactly that was great so what we would do is when we'd have a game like if we wanted extra home games like extra ways to make money we would send our real team like on an away game um to to play the real game wherever it is. And then we'd have our backups and like high schoolers from around like top prospect high schoolers from the area play as the chili peppers at a home game against like a, just an exhibition game against another team. That's, that's like, doing this. That's like thing. a club team that's yeah. doing the same thing in the area. So we would do cool stuff like that, but we had a, that is pretty sick. we had a 
uh, first responders it was. Yes, there's okay. So we had our first responders night, and we had these jerseys that were so sick. It had it had the American flag. I don't know if we're gonna be able to find it, but it was it was the American flag was the jersey mm-hmm. and it was black and white and then every you know how there's like white stripes in the American flag everyone was a different color that represented a different branch or like healthcare service that's awesome um so we so we had that night and it's 100 degrees outside and we the stadium is filled we did a deal with all the elementary schools in the area you know how if you do your summer reading you win a prize that prize for the summer reading was a chili peppers game oh no nice. for the kids in the area so we had a, it was sold out whole bunch of kids whole bunch of like military healthcare uh you know mm-hmm. whatever it is now this is not our military night that's yep. a different story but there we were representing representing the military with this night as well so we're out there it's 100 degrees super hot and it starts pouring at 12 o'clock mm-hmm. like seven hours before the game starts and we're like oh no this is not a game that can get canceled because mm-hmm. this is our then we have to refund the tickets and whatever luckily at five o'clock it stopped sun came up field dried drained really well but now it's like 100 degrees humid 100 oh. degrees um so we decided that we were not going to be able to bring the mascot out okay mascot had to stay in the locker room just because it would have been a hazard now i'm the mc i'm the guy with the microphone and we had another mc her name was adele she was great she really helped out i don't understand how anyone could just be like you can't just have one mc you gotta have if we're doing every minute's planned yeah so it'd be it'd be just go back and forth so there's one day it's 100 degrees full full crowd and so we start the game it's going well and 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 the first inning we done we score like three runs so crowds going crazy we are hyped everything's going well then like the third inning i'm sure we give up 10 runs or something and it's just down seven no chance of coming back this night's like the crowd is just dead and i'm like oh these kids are coming up to me they're like where's the mascot where there's like there's no blaze today guys no blaze today sorry kids are upset oh Teams losing, people are upset, kids. So I go up to Adele. I'm like, Adele, I'm getting in that pepper. I'm getting in the mascot costume. I have to. I get into the mascot. Uh, I've been in it before. I've had to wear it for a video one time. Yeah. And it it, it was hot, but it wasn't 100 degree humid hot. I go out there. I'm just like, I'm going to go out there for one be And, and I, I radioed into the guys that, that like, run the stuff like my boss i guess you could say who's yeah, coordinates yeah. it all i'm like hey i'm in the i'm in the pepper i'm coming out for an inning and he's like no you're not and it was already too late i was already out in front of the crowd as the pepper it was electric when i came yeah. out though like oh shit because they made the announcement before the game there'd be no blaze yeah due to heat and then i came out there like ah and so then i was like i was getting the crowd hype it was actually it was actually a little therapeutic dude because yeah. then like kids would come up there and they'd be like I, but that was the problem. I didn't realize like the amount of pictures I'd have to take yeah. once I went out there. So I was out there way longer than I wanted to yeah. I get back. And I'm an inning away from the next game that I have to host on the field. And okay. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm like, there's no way. So I'm like, Adele, you have to take this one. She's like, I got you. So I go back into the dressing room. I take it off. I'm like, 
oh my God, I drink the water, but I feel fine. Like I feel perfectly fine. Yeah. I step outside and because I was in the the suit for so long, when I got out there, the 100 degrees seemed like nothing. I was like, oh my God, this feels great. Uh, like I felt better. And then I, I like my body, I don't know why, I just felt like a million bucks. Okay. I felt in like invincible. I felt like, you know how Mario, whenever he eats the star, that's how I felt immediately wow. walking out there. Finished the night. I'm like, damn, this is awesome. I crushed it. We got people excited again. I mean, we got our asses handed to us this yeah. game, but it was sick. So I get back to my apartment, a shower, and then out of nowhere, it all hits me at once. Like the, the, the heat exhaustion or being in that thing. Yeah. I was like, the reason I felt so great, I think is because my body was just like in shock yeah. from being that hot. But I just start throwing up everywhere. I start crying. I like, I'm starting to like, the vision is starting to get bad. So I FaceTime Alyssa. And I'm just like, I don't know where I am. I just don't know what's going on. I'm dying. And uh, I went to bed, woke up next day. So we were good and we survived. But uh, yeah, heart goes out to all the mascots out there. I, I can understand how I, I know you always I always ask other mascots like, oh, it's got to be hot in there like a fucking idiot. But like, yeah, it is hot in there. It is no fun. Can't see anything. Lots of pictures, but it was an all right experience. Would never do it again. The mascot or the mascot? Yeah, the mascot. What about you, Matt? I'm sure you have some. What is what is a story that you could tell about where you were just completely at a loss? Like you were just dead. Um Well, I know I know what you're thinking, but we, I don't yeah, know if we can well, well, you could tell you could tell that story in a way. Well, okay. In which there was a So there's there's this other camp that's nearby. And it's and it's and it's extremely similar, right? It's like a neighboring camp. I'm not gonna name drop the camp, but I had a friend there, and he told me some stories. And he had this one kid that was um, a little different. And there was one day where three of his kids they were always together. He said he called them the triplets. I don't know why you had to mention that, but oh yeah, he called them the triplets. Two of them were twins. They always hung out. How old are these guys? Uh, Eleven years old. Oh, just okay. like the bunk I have. Okay. But like, but not my bunk because okay. this didn't happen at Caribou. Yes, correct. So <laughs> these kids are walking and uh, they're walking and they start doing finger guns behind them at, at one of the other kids in my friend's bunk. Mm -hmm. And behind one of my friends or one of, one of the kids was the kid that was a little, a little different. Okay. Is how he was described mm -hmm. by the camp. It was he was a little this different. nearby, not Camp Caribou, not Camp Caribou, not camp, but a nearby a camp. A nearby that camp. You had a you had a friend in Maine, unnamed camp. Correct, unnamed camp. And a friend in Maine. You had a friend in Maine. Who he also, told me about okay. this. Correct. So, so, this kid was described as a little different. He wasn't described as like having special needs, but just a little different. You know, he liked to draw. He wasn't as sporty. Liked to draw. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Um, Just different from the other kids that were at yeah, the sports yeah, yeah, camp. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Sure. So kids start doing finger guns at this one kid. And then behind this one kid was the kid that's a little different. That kind of set this kid off. Kind of like sparked something. Didn't like the finger he didn't, guns. He didn't like the finger guns. He thought okay. he was getting shot at. Mm. 
So what he did makes sense. So what he did was he ran up to the kids that were shooting him and just bite one, well, bite, bit one of their arms. Just literally took oh a chomp, my God. took a chomp out of one of their arms, and he was like, "Ah, the kid! <laughs> oh my fucking arm!" Like he didn't actually have anything bitten off his arm. He just got bit really hard. Yeah, kind of, and it kind of threw him marks off. Right yeah, probably there little, too. Teeth, yeah. little teeth marks. So the kid freaks out and mm-hmm. he runs into the bunk. Um, bunk. I'm not going to say the number of the bunk. Because it was at this other camp, so it didn't even But it, it, I would assume if there was a number, it was probably 1-1 one, one at the other camp. Yes, yeah, one, probably. 1-1, one, Stick Stick, probably stick, was, the name stick. Of, was the name. Not Zip Zip. Not Zip Zip. But Stick Stick so at the nearby camp. The kids are all in the bunk after that happened. Yes. The kid's still kind of tweaking that got bit, but they're hanging out at the front of the bunk, uh, where if I had a bed in there, that's where my bed would be. It would mm-hmm. be at the front of the bunk. And then gotcha. this other kid was at the back of the bunk by his bed and by the other counselors in the bunk. Kind of how my bunk was set up, but this isn't at Caribou. Not Caribou, nearby camp. So nearby camp. Stick, stick. Stick, stick. So the kid's pacing back and forth at at the bunk, and he's like hissing and growling, and he's like, he's, he's a little riled up. And something set him off. So what he did is he sprinted towards the front of the bunk, and he picked up one of the kids in the bunk. The other kid, another kid in the bunk. Not mm-hmm. the kid that got bit. But he picked up another kid, like, by You his remember waist. this much of your friend's story? It's a crazy story <laughs> okay. that he told me. I mean, it I'm was in. really compelling. Man, I like it. So uh, there were also no counselors in this bunk at the moment. It was just all kids. Oh. They left lunch early, oh. which is like a big no-no at no. both camps. At both camps. At both, at what, not that it matters. Well, yeah. Caribou's, but, but I understand. You but follow yeah, a similar it's, schedule. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a big, yeah, it's a yeah, big yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't leave lunch without your counselor of dismissing you because you have to clean the table. You have to leave together because you can't leave kids unsuper- unsupervised in a bunk. So this was a day where the counselors, uh, it was like the counselors were going back to the bunk to yell at the kids. But the kids were all in there, and this happened. So anyway, the kid darts to the front of the bunk, picks up one of the other kids, and slams him into a door. His head hits the back of the oh, door. Oh my god! Like that, that he like the kid like goes to the ground. He's on his knees, and uh, the kids are like, all the other kids are like, "What are you doing, unnamed child? What are you doing, Brian?" Is what I'll name him. Brian, what are Brian you doing? Brian Mida. So, so Brian, Brian runs out of the bunk. And that's when my friend is walking up with his co-counselor. Mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. friend. We'll just say his name's Matt. Well, let's not say his name's Matt because that that's going to confuse people. We'll say Matthew. His, thank you. Your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend. <laughs> so, okay. so you have a friend named Matthew. So my friend Matthew is uh-huh. like, oh, shit. What do I do? So what then, does he do? What does Matthew? Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm in Matthew's you're, mind. Oh, you're, okay, we'll say so, you're Matthew. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Matthew <laughs> can't say it's me. Can't, it's not no. me. Okay. So Matthew <laughs> is next to his co-counselor. His co-counselor runs into the bunk, and Matthew chases after this kid, like runs after him. But the but then Matthew remembers like a rule where you're not like like a rule. So Matthew <laughs> runs back to get his friend, and then him and his friend go to look for. Brian. Yes. Because Brian's just off in the woods. Literally just ran out into the woods. And this is a kid you don't want to fuck with, right? Well, yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. A, he's a little different. But like yeah. he's a, like all these kids are wonderful. But he just had a little outburst. Yeah. Just a little body slam to the ground. Yeah. So just bit and body slam. But it's fine. So so Brian. Brian's just out. We don't know where he is. So we called the directors and we're like, not we. This was uh my friend Matthew. 
Yeah. I'm telling the story as if I was Matthew. Yeah, you're just you, yeah. you you're putting us in the shoes yeah, of your yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. I like that. I appreciate so, that. So Matthew calls the directors and they're probably like, freaking out. They're too. like, yeah, Matthew was tweaking a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know you have to stay calm in those situations because if you're panicked, then the kids are going to be panicked. Yeah. So I was like, Matthew was like, hey, um, hey, this kid, Brian, he had an outburst and they were like, they kind of like knew and then like Brian's in the forest somewhere. We don't know where he is. And then the directors are like, what are you talking about? He's back at the bunk. Matthew was like, oh, no. Matthew must have been startled. So Matthew goes back to the bunk and Matthew then sees Brian talking to like the head director of there were like multiple directors and they were in charge mm-hmm. of all the kids and all the staff. Like they ran everything. Yeah. They they are the kids of the owners of the camp. So the director's talking to this kid and this kid is like, the director asks Brian, Brian, why'd you do this? And Brian starts well, what happened was I got really upset because they were shooting at me. So <laughs> in a fit of rage, for really no reason, I went up. It was like an outburst, and I bit them. Then when we got back in the bunk, I was hanging out. And then for really no reason, I just attacked them. And then I didn't really know what to do, so I ran into the oh, forest. Oh, so this kid's a psychopath. No, no, no. So, well, it's not a camp well, then, well, then, well, then he was. Well, then he was like, well, then he was like, um saying how he like should i go to jail am i going to jail i should go to jail you can't control me and then the director was like no no you're gonna you're gonna stay here like this is it's fine so then matthew like the kids are the kids are in the bunk matthew takes the two like injured ones injured not really Correct. i mean they were but like not really so he takes Matthew takes the kids to the infirmary and while he's walking with the two kids, the two kids are like talking about it, uh, about what happened. And they're like, yeah, if Brian ever tries that again, I'm going to fight him. Mm-hmm. And like no. they were acting like they were kind of scared of Brian yeah, because of what happened. So then there was like drama in the bunk and I was like, Brian was Matthew was like, um, <laughs> Matthew was like, oh, shit. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. All my bunk is like my, it's really awkward. Brian, Matthew was like, some of my kids are uh, scared of each other and all this. So it was, it was kind of hard for Matthew to deal with is what he told me. And you know then, what I, okay. Continue. I'll so Brian, it. Brian, Brian, actually Brian's mom was a nurse at this, like the head nurse at that camp. So mm. Brian got to, Instead of being kicked out of camp, Brian was instead like, hey, you're going to hang with your mom for a Yeah, good idea. And just to get Brian in like some space. Mm -hmm. So that's what Brian needed. Yeah, lots of it. Then Brian, after being a little sick too, comes back to the bunk. And the first day at back in the bunk, this is the end of the story. Okay. Brian comes back to the bunk full-time and then like first thing brian says he stops everyone in the bunk so matthew like looks up and matthew's like oh my god what is this kid about to say and then brian holds up a little sock like four socks tied together Mm -hmm. and brian says this is sock man instead of attacking you guys i'm gonna attack sock man 
Oh, so this kid is fucking crazy. No. They, I mean, this kid was definitely killing no. animals at 630. That was his elective was going okay. out finding animals Brian, and taking their necks off. Brian did like to play with bugs and kill them. Mm-hmm. But like. So after hearing that story, I'm thinking one thing. And I've learned. I have a theory. Do you want to know what I think? Sure. I think this happened at Camp Caribou. No, it didn't. I think. I think this happened at Camp Caribou. It didn't. It didn't. Because it can't. It can't happen. Now I have a question. Camp Caribou, it's cool to be nice at Camp Caribou. No, but on a real note, the friend you're talking about. Yeah. The friend at the the other camp. Yeah. That was just naming Matthew just to be funny. Yeah. Just the same Matthew that got on a three-day drug binge and almost died while at the camp? Or no? Three-day drug binge? (laughs) No. Just the same Matthew that almost killed himself on a three-day drug binge. No, no, not saying that. Because you don't get three days off. You get one day off. <laughs> oh, that's right. Matthew said it felt like three days. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, what happens at camp? But both camps, you get. I don't think you have to. You don't have to do it for this. Yeah. But, yeah at Camp Caribou. <laughs> <laughs> at Camp Caribou, you get you get. They're not bringing you back as staff. You get one day off either Wednesday or Sunday, and then you get alternating nights off except for Friday night. Okay. So I got Wednesday's days off, and then I got Thursday night off, Sunday night off, and Tuesday night off. Okay. So you get three nights off starting at 9 o'clock. You have to be back at 1. So you really get four hours. So that's what? Four hours? That's 12 hours. Mm -hmm. And then you get a whole day until 9 o'clock. So realistically, you're getting nine to nine, which is 24 hours plus eight hours. You get, what, 32 hours off in a week? How many hours are in a week? 24 Uh, times seven. Good amount. 24 times seven minus 32. You you work 136 hours a week at Camp Caribou (laughs) out of 148 or whatever. That sucks. It's a grueling job because you have to be on at all times because – it's not they, like you can take the, a sick day One or... of the directors told a story about how uh, they were when they were a counselor, there were kids in their bunk that were uh, like he was laying down. He was so tired because the job takes so much out of you. You have to like just build. You just have to take energy out of nowhere and just have it. Yeah. But he said that there was a story of one time he was laying down and there were kids that were like he, he just wasn't paying attention. They brought up scissors and then they started throwing the scissors at each other. And instead of like telling them not to, cause he was laying down, they just kept throwing scissors at each other. And then one right in the eye. Oh God. Yeah. So yeah, you have to really be on top of it because there are a lot of dumb shit that the kids try and do. I would love to see that. I would love to be in charge of a bunch of kids and then mm-hmm. one gets scissors to the eye because then you but would, then you're in char- but then you're, it's your fault. But I would like happened. to see how the kid who threw the scissors reacts. To that traumatic event. Oh, like of, you just of, took someone else's eye out. Yeah. And that kid is just screaming on the ground with blood yeah. just pouring out of his yeah. eyeball. Yeah. I mean, that would, I would love to see that kid. I would like to see that kid like upset yeah. for throwing the scissors for sure. Yeah. No, I learned that I don't like kids that much that summer, this summer. That's what I've learned. I've learned that I am, I just learned that there are some people that know how to parent and there are some people that don't. Mm-hmm. Because like that's what the job was. It was being a parent, and there were some counselors that were really good at it. I was one of them. But there were some counselors that were really dog shit at it and shouldn't be around children. 
Now, this was an all-boys camp, but were there any female workers? There were. There were non-bunk staff, and they mainly worked at the waterfront, but there were a couple other that worked different sports like riflery and golf. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, they they must have been in high demand. What? The the woman workers. What about them? Like, must have been in high demand because it was all-guys camp. And there, like, I, I have a friend who went to a private all-guys school, uh-huh. and the school had two women teachers. And they were real world like ones mm. on your on the new scale, which you should probably explain. I will explain. But that. a one, but because they were the only two, it would bump them up to three. Bump them up to like a three. Wow. Now we have three minutes here, so go ahead and quickly explain before we move on to the next segment. So the new scale. Josiah Spivey, Caribou um, coworker, he invented this system. And it's a new ranking system. Mm-hmm. Instead of out of 10, you do out of four. Really so, good system too, by yeah, the way. So a four on the scale is I think they're attractive and I don't see how anyone else couldn't see they're attractive. So essentially like a 10, almost. Kind it's of it's like you don't know ball if you disagree with yeah, this. You like, know I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. They're a four. Like, oh my God. Yeah. A three is I think they're attractive, but I could see how others wouldn't. So I know that like, Say I like redheads. It's good scheme fit for Matt Stillman. Say it's a scheme fit for me, but I understand how it's not for Nick. Because maybe Nick, or it's a tall girl, and Nick's like three, I would say two. A two is I wouldn't, but I could see how someone else would. Yeah. So I don't think tall girls usually not for me. Honestly, so this really this system helps women more because yeah. like unless you're getting a one, it's honestly a good. And a one is I wouldn't, and I don't see how anyone else could. Like, I don't think they're attractive. I don't I mean, it's not. Those are your Mindy's. Those are your, <laughs> those are your, like, those are your Karen's. Yeah. They're oh, ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great scale, Matt. It is. It's a really good scale. I like it. Yeah. Um, lots of, yeah, we've been through a lot. There's, there's more, but there's so much more. There's more. We, from that other camp too. There's so From much that more. other camp. Oh that other gosh. camp sounded wild. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of drug binges at the other camp. I accidentally got them mixed up with. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Okay, so maybe not Camp Caribou, but but Camp Barracuda. Barracuda. <laughs> camp Barracuda. 